Hello. Hello. Good morning. It sounds like you're driving too. Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm I'm in between places and you know, once I once I get there in about five minutes we're gonna get to sit down and have a nice, comfortable, relaxed podcast on my end anyway. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, we're um, so for those of you guys that are listening, Nikki and I had um, such a good conversation last week and we tend to have good conversations whenever we're able to have them. Why don't we get together and do something more regular? So uh, that's what we're doing. We have no idea what we're going to talk about, but we're just going to talk about stuff. Sounds like a plan to me, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm actually headed to where I will be taking my son it's uh where are you heading? Uh I am heading back home. Um I was called into work briefly to handle a situation and then I was pulled into a meeting um because in the corporate world um I'm learning that there is no such thing as an actual day off. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Yeah. Whenever you're, especially in, in the, um, in the times that we work in now, you're always available. You're always on. And, um, in one sense that can be a good thing, but like you're, you're always available, which is, which is completely different than when you and I entered the workforce. Like, yes. And that's like, you know, you know they make me fill out a schedule the for the month. And it's like, I don't know why I do it because no one looks at it. Um, because everyone's issue just needs to be taken care of now, because we live in a now society where waiting even 30 seconds is completely unacceptable. And it honestly is insane. <laughs> well, and I, I want to remind anybody that's listening, if you are guilty of constantly sending high alert emails, if you could, if you, if that's the only way you send emails, nothing that you send is really a true emergency. So, you know, make sure that if you're using your red flags and your red exclamation marks, that you're using them sparingly. Otherwise, you're just yes. someone that has a lot of drama in their yes. working life. I agree. This this little instance kept me from my workout, which I had planned out this morning, but it's still going to happen after this podcast today. Um, thank you. Thank goodness I have learned some form of balance in life and not letting everything stand in the way of my goals. <laughs> well, and you know what? Let's talk about that because I know with the folks that are listening, most of them are in the, the weight loss community. And when something like this pops up that you clearly have no control over, know how do you adjust um so in this case um i had a nice relaxing day off planned i was going to sit on my patio and read i was going to do my workout i was just going to decompress today but work needed me have to take care of it i'm a supervisor it's my responsibility so i simply was like let's just get it over with now this way i can cut work out of the scenario for the rest of the day so once i go home I will actually be shutting off all of my notifications to all of the apps that can contact me from work 
for at least two hours so that I can attack the things that I wanted to do today, which was my workout, um, reading, because um, I'm a big personal development uh, nerd, and um, I believe in the plugged-in world that we live in, that taking some time to just connect with a book is a great thing, and um, yeah, that, that's my plan. So in order to do that, I just block out all of the distractions. So if I have to shut my phone off, I'll shut it off. Um, typically, I only do that when um, my kids are home or I know they're not going to need me for anything. Otherwise, I will just go into my settings and manually shut off all of my notifications to anything that can distract me. Yeah. So, yeah, when in doubt, shut it down. Shut it down to the wall. Um, you know, and you mentioned unplugging and actually yep. physically feeling a book. And I, you know, at, at first, like when I first got a Kindle, I was like, well, this is the greatest thing. And I still, it's still mostly how I read. But I, I definitely do think since, you know, we're either holding on to phones or we're holding on to devices that are a similar, you know, size and feel that, yeah, there, there is definitely something to pulling out a physical book, turning pages, smelling the pages. Like, I mean, if you actually want to like bend down into the book and smell the pages, no judgment, but like just, you know, taking it all in and just. It's important. I think it's something that we don't do anymore. Um, you know, even my morning, for example, we're just, constantly plugged in um and we're expected to do whatever it is that people need us to do when they want it done um and and it's tough because you know back when i was younger and i first entered the workforce if you weren't in work you weren't in work like email was like for the higher ups you know it was like if you were just a supervisor or whatnot like you didn't get the quote unquote memo until you returned to work and then you implemented whatever it is that needed to be done. Now it's uh, a text. Um, for my job, we use a communication um, app that allows everyone um, from that location to communicate with each other. So it's just like, we don't care that you're off. This is what needs to be done. So um, I am actually really excited because I'm doing something that I have never, ever done before in my life. Um, and that is just to take a relaxing vacation where I refuse to bring a laptop with me. Um, my phone will be on me, you know, for um, the sake of digital boarding passes and, you know, just so I can check in with my kids once a day. But otherwise, that sucker's getting turned off too. I want six days completely unplugged and only focused on what it is I'm doing at that moment. Sounds like a good plan. And, you know, you mentioned the digital boarding passes. And I remember the first time, the first time I saw that, or that that was available, it was much like my initial reaction when I first saw the iPhone and they had the commercials on that were saying, oh, there's an app for that. And I, I just, I remember Stacy and I looking at each other and being like, that's just, that's just dumb. Who would, who on earth would, you know, do any of this? And then it's, it's just it's become so ingrained with our life. And then if you go to the, the generation or two behind us, like it is the only way that they communicate. So like, I really think we're in kind of this, this whole weird situation where 
we've literally yeah. had two separate lifetimes. You know, one that was was before the internet just became this thing that was with you at all times, and um, and the one where we ju- or the one with the internet at you at all with you at all times, and the other one that was just like more just just scaled back, and and you were not you could uh, you could go off the radar much much easier, and you know I. When I worked as a project manager, uh, we had a couple of, of, of PMs in the office, and they would be responding to email and and text mm-hmm. at like nine thirty at night. And you know, for me, like I'll I'll respond early, like before my shift. But you know, if you're and, and when you're a supervisor, you don't have this luxury. But you know. You, you can set the expectations, if not professionally, with the people in your personal life. Like, um, and it might be little things. Like if somebody, if somebody calls me and I'm eating dinner or somebody texts me while I'm eating, like I don't answer it. Like there's, you know, you, you, you don't have to put the device as top priority. Now, I'm saying this as someone that, yes, I believe that the Internet has done wonderful things i believe there's a huge amount of opportunity and i see the benefit in being so connected but at the same time like with so many things you know there's two sides of it and you have to be very aware and you have to... i mean <laughs> i know i know and you know i i think the biggest thing while it absolutely you know technology really does bring us closer and it does connect us there's that whole other side of you know you still have to set barriers and boundaries with with everything from you know when you take phone calls um when you respond to emails and when you just go away for days or weeks or whatever yeah no i agree completely and i think that's um that's something that actually all of our um weight loss and fitness friends could you know benefit from putting those parameters into i know i had to when i first started It's like a lot of times friends and family don't really get, you know, why um, going to the gym is so important to us or why eating healthy is so important to us. And you have to set those those boundaries and stuff and not really let people interfere with what it is that you're trying to do and trying to accomplish. So, yeah, I think those boundaries, they, they apply across the board to everything, to personal life, to work, to, you know, health and fitness. It's. It's just a matter of knowing exactly what it is that you're trying to accomplish and, you know, just kind of staying laser focused on it. You know, and, and something you mentioned there actually kind of got me thinking about the weight loss community in general, because, you know, when you're, when you're setting boundaries and you're trying new things and you're realizing that certain things are going to be really important for you to do, it's kind of nice to have a supportive group of people around you that, that do get it. So for instance, where you do have to explain it, to friends and family, you know, when you go on, when you go on Instagram or you go on Facebook, you know, they just like those people just, they just get it. Um, and to the same extent, cause I know that you also have, have done and still probably do some fitness coaching. I, I think the benefit, if somebody's going to work with a coach, it's good to work with somebody that knows the subtleties of what you're going through. So you don't have to explain every single situation to somebody that just knows health and fitness. Is that something that you, you kind of believe when you're taking on clients or when you've worked with folks in the past that it's. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think when, 
you've come from a similar um, background, faced similar obstacles, you've been able to overcome them, it makes it easier for your client and you to relate to each other because there is so much stuff that doesn't need to be explained because as a coach, I already get it because I've been through it. And it just makes the client, it gives like that little bit of relief to them that, thank goodness, I don't have to explain this to someone else again. And it just takes off that little bit of pressure that they might be feeling or putting on themselves to try and make everyone understand exactly what it is that they're trying to accomplish. You know, and, and something else that that social media does kind of help us with, you know, when you when you are working as a trainer or you're you're working at a at a fitness facility face to face, there's a it, it takes it takes time anyway to build rapport with someone. And, you know, we have this unique benefit. One, if you've had a similar background to somebody, they don't have to explain the nuances. But secondly, if someone does decide to work with you, typically there's been you know, at the very least weeks of interaction, if not much, much longer, where you already know their story, they know how you communicate, they know how you handle things. And I think the transition period is actually much quicker, because like, when you're in a gym, if you sign up to work with somebody, there really is going to be an adjustment period. And it might actually take at least a few weeks to do it. But so I, I do think that's another benefit for anybody that's that's doing their stuff online. Yeah, because I mean, even when you go into a gym, like you said, there's that adjustment period of a couple of weeks, and then you might come to realize that, you know what, this person actually isn't a good fit for me. The way that they view health and fitness isn't exactly what my goals are or what I'm trying to accomplish. And then you have to kind of start all over again with somebody new, whereas, um, you know, the internet is a double-edged sword. It can completely and totally distract you from things or it can help to bring you closer to them and at a quicker rate because like you said you form those relationships ahead of time you get to see what people are about you learn about their history and what they've overcome and you realize hey you know what this person's journey was really similar to what mine looks like so far I think they'll be able to help me yeah and you know I I think I, I think you also bring up a good point where you know, if, if you don't have, uh, if, if your idea of health and fitness is different than, than theirs, um, you know, it, it is best for them to, to be able to move on and find someone else. And I, and I think, you know, cause really what we're doing there, it is client service, it is customer service. And if you're not vibing with the person you're working with, then you should be able to find someone else. And also, you know, like I, something I'll tell somebody is, or I'll say in general, and I will say in one-on-one conversation, is if you're going to work with somebody, like look at their attitude towards this stuff, because it is going to rub off on you. You are mm-hmm. going to start looking at things the way that they do. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's there's a whole lot there, and I'm I'm fascinated by it because I mean, so much of so much of this stuff with with social and and you know off of off of social media is just about communication. Yeah, it, it really is. Um, and it's just, I mean, I'm, I'm amazed that you, you and I wouldn't be having this conversation right now if it wasn't for social media, which is, you know, it's amazing. I've met amazing people uh, doing all of this stuff and I've been able to help so many different people. The majority of the clients that I have worked with, it's all been online. Uh, very little of it has been face-to-face. Um, so 
Yeah. I mean, the internet is an amazing thing. And I just, I, I guess like because of the way you and I grew up, like without the internet and everything, I still have, I guess it's like a nostalgia thing, you know, it's like the simpler times um, when you, you didn't have to interact with so many people at once and everything. So yeah, I mean, it, there's, there's pros and cons and. Uh... Well, and I, I think, you know, you're, you're absolutely right with the, with how we grew up differently than this. And I think sometimes when we are on our phones, I mean, you, there is going to be at least a little bit of guilt. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I shouldn't be on this device so much. And, and, you know, I do need to unplug, I need to do things differently. And I mean, it's, we, I, I you and I are at a, a really, our generation is really at a weird spot because we really have spent almost as much time not connected on these things uh, in terms to how much we actually have. And, and, you know, it's, uh, we're, we're slap, we're right slap in the middle, I think. Yeah. I, I mean, my kids don't think twice about like being on their phones. They're like, what do you mean? I shouldn't be on my phone so much. Like you make no sense, mom. And it's like, no, really normal people don't spend this much time on their phones, but it's like, no, it's just that generational difference. It's, they've had this technology, like this is all normal to them. It's every day. It's what they've grown up with. Kids today at two years old can work an iPad and some of the apps probably better than I can, um, which is mind blowing. Um, but again, it's because of that whole difference in the way we were raised. I mean, I don't regret any of it. I'm so glad that I wasn't plugged in as much yeah. as my kids are. I, I do feel that they're missing out on a lot of moments because yeah. their faces are in their phones. We took a trip to Disney World one year and I was amazed by the amount of people that spent thousands of dollars to walk around Disney World, but their faces were in their phones. It's like, you're not even paying attention to what you paid to come and see. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, and, and I think that whole thing of, I mean, there are people that will just do things for the Instagram moment, like for the picture they're going to post on social media. And when you when you take a step back and you think about that, you're just kind of like, oh, I guess that is the world we live in now. Interesting. Yeah, you got to do so, it for the gram, yo. <laughs> <laughs> do your kids roll your eyes when they hear you? Uh, well, actually, what do your kids think of all the stuff that you do online? Because you do like you're pretty much in all of it to some extent. I, I, I dabble. I'm a professional dabbler. Um, I have mm-hmm. I have committal issues <laughs> um, and I have not committed to one uh, form of anything. I like to keep my uh, options open. Yeah, we'll go with yes. that one. Uh, as opposed to being afraid to put all my eggs in one basket and possibly succeed somewhere. Um, (laughs) I've gotten very good at laughing at myself over the last couple of months as well. Um, But no, my kids, they flip-flop between um, being very impressed with everything that I'm able to do to being completely and totally mortified. Um, So I like to take that as I am nailing parenthood. Um, If I could embarrass my kids in a public setting, I have one. Um, It's it's why we have kids, isn't it? Like for entertainment value. (laughs) It's well, and, and it's funny. And I laugh because our son is the same way. Like he will be absolutely more. He's like, Dad, you post too much. And then, but at the same time, like his friends will follow me. And he's like, well, we were talking about the stuff that you, 
you do. And, and so, yeah, some of his friends follow me on Instagram, but you know, with, with what you said with dabbling, I, I think what ends up happening, we try all the stuff out and some of it comes more natural to us than others. And like, like you can blog for me. If I try to blog, I'm just going to sit there and look at the keyboard. Like I've, I've tried to do this before. I still have the blogs enabled on my website, but like I very rarely will put something on there. And like, I, I really think what it is is you just, you try and see what you can do and, you know, whatever comes most natural, you do more of it. I mean, there's, you know, I, I have stuff going out on Twitter every day because I have it synced up to my Instagram account. And I know uh, we use the, if this, then that app, which, which I think is great because it, you know, formats everything and it's not just an annoying link, but I mean, like you just use these platforms in different ways. And I don't, I, I mean, there are plenty I've got an entire folder of apps on my phone that are just like things that I would like to test because they're really popular, but I just like, I never get to them because there's so much. And I think you just, you have to be okay with it, that you're doing your own thing. So, but yeah, you, uh, you do a lot. And uh, one thing that, that I was, I've always been kind of uh, impressed with that you do is your t-shirt designs because you do have a graphic design background, which I think is awesome. And I've been such a slacker with that stuff. Um, definitely with all of the um, life changes that I've had going on, mm -hmm. um, I had to juggle a few less things. Uh, the t-shirt stuff kind of fell to the side, but it's funny because I was actually just talking about it yesterday. Um because I had, I was going through a box of stuff that I had packed up and I stumbled upon my 2019 bucket list. So I was like, oh, we're at the halfway mark of the year. Let's take a look at this thing and see where I am. And I'm doing pretty good at it, but sitting right there dead center was revamp the shop. And now you brought it up. So I'm starting to <laughs> think, hey, I think the universe is dropping me some of those subtle hints that it likes to do oh so often for me. <laughs> Well, and, and as you know, your buddy Daryl likes to drill down on specifics. So when you're like revamping, are, are you thinking of, of offering different types of merchandise or just putting more designs up? Because your shirts are, are fantastic. Thank you. Well, um, the service I use to kind of change some of the products that they offered. So I need to go through them again and see what I actually want to print on now because the T-shirt mm -hmm. that I had loved most for my designs was discontinued. Um, yeah, so I'm all about comfort and I don't like putting anything out there without making sure that I, you know, don't a hundred percent, you know, I need to a hundred percent love the item before I'm willing to sell it to anybody yep. else. And then I just had so many designs in there because people were coming to me, you know, Oh, could you make something about this? Could you make something about that? Could you do this? Could you do that? I was getting overwhelmed looking at my own shop. Um, and I think that just goes hand in hand with me minimalizing a lot of things yeah. in my life. I don't like a lot of stuff anymore. I like things to be simple. So I just, I think I'm going to keep it to those top selling designs that I had and then maybe brainstorm one or two new ones for this year and see how they do and then just take it from there. Um, yeah. You have some awesome stuff too. I like your uh, resilient AF shirt i need to pop well, into your I'll shop well i'll tell you what <laughs> i'll tell you like i i laughed when you said that because like if i would take the time to look at my when i take the time to look at my store i feel the same way i'm like there's so many designs on here but i do the same thing you do like i talk to people and they'll be like you know let's do this as 
you know, can you do a shirt like this? Or when I do a giveaway, like my biggest thing for the giveaways is I want it to be a custom shirt Mm -hmm. because if somebody is, you know, like if you win something, it's cool to win free swag, but it's really cool to win it when it's got a slogan that you believe in and your Instagram handle on it. And like, I mean, you know, like, you know how to do this stuff. Mm -hmm. You, You open up the, you know, you open up the, the uh, program you do and, and then you just you make a couple changes and you make it really, really personalized and it means a lot. The thing is, is you end up having all of these designs and it's just like it, it is definitely overload. So the way that I deal with that is kind of the way that I deal with not listening. You know, I don't listen to myself on the podcast either. I don't do playbacks normally. I don't look at my store. I just put stuff out and I copy the link. And I'll put it out so people can look at it. But yeah, out of sight, out of mind for me. <laughs> and I guess that's how I was for a while. And then I looked yeah. at it one day and I was like, oh my God, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the same way with the podcasts. Um, I don't listen to them. I will, um, I kind of just put them out there. I, I add a little bit of music in the beginning and at the end. And thanks to Inker for having those little transitions that I just click and I'm done. Um but yeah, I am. I will fall down the perfectionist rabbit hole if I listen to things, and it will never see the light of day. Um, and honestly, you know, you were talking about my, you know, how I am with blogging and everything. Blogging I, is something I haven't done in a while because of time, um, and I'm starting to understand why you like podcasts so much. Like, I will sit down and I will have a thought pop into my head and I'm like, this would make a great podcast. I should totally just hop on anchor right now, but I'm still not in that zone that you are yet to just like start hitting record and do it. I'm getting better about it. At least I'm trying to get better about it, but I I totally get why podcasting is your preferred platform. It's easier. The thought pops into your head, hit record and go. (laughs) And what it is, and and I will tell you, like, just in, when you and I talk about things, like, just kind of the intuitive thought process and the creative thought process, you and I, I think, are very similar. I think the only thing that is really different, and we're talking about podcast, we'll talk about podcast specifically, like, when I was on Gary's podcast for the first time, which, again, the entire reason he and I met were because of you, <laughs> um, that was in that was in April of last year. I was, I had 50 podcasts out at the time. Now I had 50 podcasts out at the time because in January I did one episode. And then for six weeks I got in my head, like nothing was good enough. I wrote like when I used to do blogging, it was the same thing. Like I wrote out um, topic ideas, but I just would not do anything. So then I, you know, I, I did the thing that, that, you know, I, I know many of us try a lot, which is I was, I, put my I gave myself a challenge like every day for a month I was just gonna do one episode but even when I got to the point with Gary I mean having 50 episodes at that point it was a lot but it took me months to do that and I mean eventually over time like none of it mattered to me anymore like I wasn't doing I I took the background music out thank you I know everyone that's messaged me that says that music is awful it's not coming back um I took, but like the transitions, like I took those out. I took, I, I just, everything became, I, I mean, I didn't really automate things, but it was, it was stripped to where it was just basically bare ideas. Mm-hmm. And 
I, I don't think I ever got, com- I didn't get comfortable doing it until probably late summer, early fall. So we're talking about like a couple hundred episodes in before I was really like there, but for you to say the things like to, to be aware of the fact that this is just an easy way to, to put your thoughts out. You're, you're not really like you're, you're getting, you're probably much closer on this than you think, which, you know, when you're doing your own thing, like it's hard to see how close you actually are. But for me to hear the stuff that you're saying, knowing how capable you are to do all of this stuff and how creative and how thoughtful you are, like you're much closer than you think. <laughs> I'm glad you know, to, it's nice to hear that because, um, you know, like you said, we do get caught up in our own heads and we are super critical of ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. And we notice the things that nobody else notices. <laughs> yeah. So um, it, it's all of that stuff that we really just need to overcome and, um, you know, stop worrying about. Um, and, and I was, I was in a zone. What was it? Last year, I guess I was doing those um, Instagram videos every morning, and then I started doing IGTV, and then um, it's I'm one of those people that as soon as I break my routine, um, it's very simple for me to just stay out of the routine. Um, So yeah, I mean, we all have our own little shortcomings, but I, I think you're amazing with the podcast, and Honestly, I would never in a million years have guessed that it took you like a hundred episodes to start to feel comfortable doing it because you truly make it seem effortless. It really, I I mean, and see what was fun. You were the first interview that I did and I have to like, now it's like, I, I love getting on and talking to people and, but it was funny because at first, like I would be sick to my stomach. Like even, <laughs> even, and you notice like the people I'm talking to were, were people I knew, but I'm still like, you know, this is the first time that we've really had a, a conversation. And like, are we going to talk over each other? Are we going to talk at each other? And, you know, that's gotten to the point now where, you know, Rachel and I do the weekly podcast and we just like talk over and at each other all the time. And it's cool. Um, but, but no, I, I mean, I, I appreciate that, that, you know, you, you see the stuff that I'm doing and that you, you, and you have always encouraged everything that I do, which I've, I'm, I'm as grateful for you as you are for me. Um, but yeah, I, I think before we start crying again, <laughs> we'll go ahead and, and wrap this up for this week. Um, Cause I know you've got some stuff, you've got some stuff that you're going to be doing. I've got some stuff that, that I can get to as well, but, and, and this is kind of what it's going to be guys. Like until, you know, Nikki and I might come up with a um, with a specific theme to this show, but you know what? We're probably just going to come on for at least the first few episodes, talk and see what happens. Yeah, we'll just hit like all the topics like we did today. <laughs> yeah, no, you know and what? See where we land, but I think that's fun. Yeah, no, I, I think it's good, and I think you know it's it's good for us since we try to have creative outlets for stuff. It, it's good to just kind of roll through things, and I think that's what we did. Um, So we will go ahead and wrap up here, guys. If you're not following Nikki yet on Instagram, what the hell are you doing? Go to Bronk787 right now. That is B-R-O-N-C 787 on Instagram. Give her a follow and uh, get into her DM because she's pretty active on there. Nikki, we'll uh, we'll do it again next week, okay? All right. Sounds good. Have a great day, Daryl. You too. See ya. Bye-bye.